Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's Gange. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. I'm Seth Greenhold. I'm joined by a man who's also got Keith Oldman as a way to show he's all about free speech. My co-captain, Damon. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership around the world. Twitter is taking a turn for the worst, apparently. So, there you go. It's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic happening on, on Twitter where Elon, uh, who was uh, meant to be the, the proud advocate of free speech, if I'm correct, he's like, look, everyone who's banned, back. Come back on in. Jump back on board. Except for Alex uh, Jones. He didn't let Alex back on. Except for Alex. Everyone said Alex. no. So. Uh, him, still, Big Smacks. Mm. Uh, however, turns out if you're, if you're on Twitter and you criticise Elon, that free speech ain't allowed. Yeah, well, I, so don't ban, I don't know if that's necessarily him. true because I see a lot of people criticizing him on Twitter and they're still there. So I don't think that's yeah, true. Popular. Anyone with uh, poten- potentially more than, you know, six followers? Uh, no, no. I see very, you know, plenty of articles, constant articles, you know, going out about, you know, how it's, time, a fascist, it's a fascist hellhole now and all that kind he's of only, stuff. Elon is allowing a right wing extremist to take over. He's got to hit the mute button one at a time. It's hard. It's like mm. it's like the uh, promoted tweets, you know. Mm. There's only so many I can block and mute. Yeah. You know. Well, Elon just hasn't got around to him yet. Yeah, I don't care. I honestly don't like. I've I've said before. I think the best outcome for free speech would be if Elon Musk deleted Twitter, and just got rid of it, because then I think everyone would be far better off. Um, but, I don't really. To but, be fair, I don't I don't care either. I just needed something that was reasonably topical that I read about twenty minutes ago. Yeah, no, it's a good topic to open the show with. But I again Green <laughs> no, it's not a topic. Again, <laughs> Green, just... I'll bring it back to gag when um, you When last year when people were getting kicked off Twitter, you remember it was what did you hear when you're like, Well, that's not really fair that you can just arbitrarily remove people you don't like. We were told, Well, mm. it's a private company, bro. They can do whatever okay, they like. Bro. Right. So yeah, no. So now I'm watching private company, bro, in full effect, and I'm watching people complaining that, um, you know, accounts are getting banned off Twitter, and it's like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do about it? I tried to tell you about this, and you weren't interested. So you know, company, tough shit, you know. So go, you know, go suck a dick. It's- nice. <laughs> this is this is the landscape that you created. So you know, have at it. So enjoy, yeah. you know, eventually just ban everyone off. I mean, we advocate here on this program for cancel everything in the first place. Like we want 100%. everybody banned off everything. Yeah. yeah. If anything, my, my level of disappointment is the fact that there's not enough. Yes, like, exactly. we, need, we, need, we need more bands. Yeah. Like I basically want to, once again, all I want to be left with on Twitter is 80s movie sport and tit. 80s movie uh, sport and tit. There's not, there's not enough banning happening to only leave those three things is, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And you can only mute so much, Greener. That's correct. That is right. Uh, Damo, speaking of private company, bro, uh, private last company, week bro. Yep. you you told the, the tale uh, of your banishment from, mm. from YouTube for obvious and, and pretty uh, blatant hate speech yeah. uh, that we saw on your particular program. And <laughs> Apparently, look, I, hang on, alleged. Like, I'm not. <laughs> that wasn't just because they decided to, you know, no, give it no, the big no, stick no. doesn't mean I was guilty no. of anything. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Uh, you, you've, oh, okay. uh, you've been trialed, trialed in a public forum yes. and uh, because YouTube said said so, yeah. you're obviously the court, the court of YouTube has, you know, adjourned for the day. Exactly, like exactly. So, yeah. so I, I spent a couple of days reflecting on this and I'm like, look, mm. how, do, how do I, as a fixer, which we like to do on this particular program, we like to fix things. We do, yeah. Uh, I had to think about a way to, to get the, the, the daily boogie, the boogie bumper back on YouTube in some way, shape or form. And I feel 
the only way we can do that is is by giving a peace offering okay. uh, to the Jewish community because obviously your, your hate speech was in relation to uh, referencing Kanye West and his anti-Semitic comments. <laughs> was, I guess it was hate speech by association or something, hate speech yeah, by proxy. Yeah, potentially. Uh, hate speech by, works. you know, uh, cheesy pun as as your headline. Cheesy hmm. uh, pun. Cheesy, that's it. So... Uh, I had to think about it, and I until I'm putting it out here as kind of like we we like because uh, we know know the protesting of the doing a knee is apparently in some way related to the army. I don't know how, um. but if you, if you protest by taking a knee during the national anthem, that's now means you're against the army. Uh, well, I need to find a different way for us to protest YouTube's thing, okay. but in a positive manner. All right. So until my boy, the Daily Boogie, hmm. uh, is back on YouTube. Hmm. For every week that you're banned as a peace offering, yep. we'll be playing some Hava Nagila. Somebody get a chair. This is where we indulge. Now, that was worth it. <laughs> that was definitely worth it. Now, <laughs> so we just play that for an hour. For an hour. Now, if, <laughs> okay. no, just every, every week we'll play that. We'll play a good minute or two. Like, uh, give it yeah. a bit more. A little bit more. Um, yeah, I know. But, Can we get like a royalty free version though? Because <laughs> we'll get kicked off. Well, ironically, we will get removed from YouTube for playing copyrighted content in an effort to try and appease YouTube to show them how not white supremacists are. Not white supremacists, you are, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, in the next ad break, yeah. we'll, we'll try and find a copyright-free version. Copyright-free uh, version. It's going to be very I, – I just think it's going to be very difficult to find a copyright-free version of a Jewish song. Nice, <laughs> I think that's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, we might have to do it ourselves. Uh, Why would I give it away, uh, huh? Uh, why would I give it away? It cost me money, that song. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there it is. That's a little piece offering to YouTube every week yeah. until such time as uh, the Daily Boogie is to back on up. YouTube. Yeah. To, to prove that, you know, there's no hate hate here. There's no, it's all love to it's the Jewish love. community. It is. We will be playing uh, after every ad break, mm. I believe. Uh, a bit of half a nagila. Oh, uh, that that should have been discussed pre-show, surely. <laughs> well, we didn't do pre-show. It's yeah. all good. Right. <laughs> Probably should do pre-show. Right. Uh, Damo, I've, uh, that's putting uh, the the nagila to one side. Hmm. Uh, still doing that thing where I'm trying to find like random movies I feel like I should have watched uh, and, and get through the back catalogue, if okay. you will. So last week I uh, watched a No Country for Old Men. That uh, one, remind me, what's what, that one about again? Clint Eastwood, uh, isn't it? No, 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 that's not Clint Eastwood. This is Javier Bardem uh, who, and Josh who? Brolin. I don't know who the first one uh, is. Uh, you, you wouldn't know him. But he, it was a, a Coen Brothers film. Okay. It was about kind of like a, a a drug deal gone wrong. Uh, a hunter comes out, finds the bag of money, mm-hmm. uh, takes off with that, and he's being hunted down by the, the drug dealer. And, yeah, no, you know, I haven't it, seen that. Never seen it. Yeah, look, you're not missing anything. It was pretty average. Uh, but <laughs> the performance. Of I don't, you don't strike me as the kind of guy who would generally like Cohen's Cohen Brothers stuff anyway, because it's you know it's uh, kind of weird. Do, most they do Lebowski. Uh, yeah, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, I love I Lebowski. Not... Lebowski's great. Oh, okay, the, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, the other ones, not not so much. Not so much. Um, yeah, the George Clooney but, one was a bit dumb. Um, oh no, that one I didn't mind. I watched that the week before last. You're talking about the, yeah, the one brothers. Yeah, yeah, uh, I brother, where are they? 
Uh, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, see, like you put you put Clooney in a film, and I'm generally not going to hate it too much because hmm. the dude's just fucking charismatic. So, like, the movie may suck shit, but you're like, ah, he's charismatic though. So you you you, you trundle along and still enjoy. Yeah, I think he's just a, like a taller version of Tom Cruise, and he always plays the same character in everything he's in. Well, that's. That's what I liked about that movie. It yeah. seemed like it was a different character for him for once. Yeah. Whereas Daniel normally, Daniel Ocean. <laughs> it's normally Daniel Ocean in every movie. This one, he was a bit more quirky. I didn't mind it. Yeah. What was that one he did with J-Lo a while ago? The assassin that um, oh, she was watched, a cop or something? I watched that one too, where he kidnaps her. Uh, fuck, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I did watch that recently. Yeah, that, that was a good one. I can't, is it Out of right. Sight, maybe? Out of Sight, there we go. Okay. Well done. So this Got is a reference there. This week. Fuck yes. Yeah. Well done. Happy days. He's um, usually the reference king on this program. Yeah, that one I've only seen once. That one was in my in my list of things. Like I'm like, I feel like I should have watched this movie, so I did watch that. Mm-hmm. But that was about six months ago. Did, tell me what else is tell me what else is on the list to view. Like, what are you what are, what what are some movies that you haven't seen that are on the list you're looking to get to? Ah, uh, what have I still got to get to? Because um, this well, is I interesting. Know. I want to know what you don't know. What what I don't know? That's a, that's a very good question. I don't know what's on my list. That's the point. Okay, well, that's going to be tough to tick them off, isn't it? Because I don't know. I do not know what I don't know. If you know what I mean. I think I know. Um, uh, the highest is on there. The highest with, with Hackman. Yes, that's a good one. I like that one. I haven't seen that, so that's that's on that's, the list. Yeah. That's a good one. It's just it's your typical smooth brain male attracted movie where it's like you know they steal they're stealing shit. Guys love yeah. guys love that stuff. So it, it is a good it guy seems, movie. It seemed good. It seemed like something right. that you know. I, I, I it's don't right feel like there I'm in the chunky enough. part of the above average. You know, it's not terrible, but it's not an epic. But you know, it's good enough to kill an hour and a half or whatever it is it goes for. You know. There you go. Here's my here's, here's my list. Ah, Social Network. Never seen the Social Network. Man, so that one's on there. Is that the one with uh, Hermione in it from Harry Potter? Uh, no idea. Never seen Harry Potter either. But okay. That's not on the list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Never seen that. That's very, a very good movie. Really, that's good. Right. Really enjoyed Excellent. that one. Yeah. Uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Mm. Haven't seen that one. Never even heard of it. It was. Okay. That's one of those movies. That's unfortunately, one. that's one of those movies. Unfortunately, Greeno, for me, the title is just too long, so I'll never watch it. I have a bias against movies that have too long, long titles. Man. Yep. Because I like, think uh, if you're that pretentious in the naming of the film, mm. I'm not going to be interested in it. You know. So safe to say you haven't seen Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Definitely have not seen that. Whatever. That's a yeah. mouthful. Yep. That is a mouthful. That yeah. was a that was a drag queen one with uh, Swayze. Yeah. There was another yeah, no. one, similar vein, something about the sisterhood of the traveling pants or something. Sisterhood like, traveling that, pants. Correct, not yeah. even not even looking into it. <laughs> Don't even want to know. Skipping that. Yep. Uh, the other one on my list is Green Mile. Never seen Green Mile. Yeah, it's all right, but it's you know soppy. Is it? Mm. Uh, I'll yeah. take that one off the list. But I feel like I need to watch it. Yeah. But one that did pop up is because I'm a big, you know me, I'm a big fucking Point Break fan, right? Yes, you are. Uh, well, it's an but, '80s movie with tit in it, isn't it? So, uh, oh, you know, I was like, there's no tit there. There is tit. There's a little bit of tit. Yeah. Uh, just glimpses of tit in the the big kind of high seat. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, Gary Busey was nominated for an Academy Award back in the 70s for his performance of Buddy Holly, right? Wow, Busey's been around for a long time, hasn't he? He's one of those ones that just, he he looks 
He's he looks like he doesn't age, but he's always been old. If that makes always sense, old. correct? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So uh, he played Buddy Holly in this like uh, biopic from the the late seventies. So I went back and watched that. Yeah. Interesting enough, a lot of things I didn't know about Buddy Holly and the performance itself. Was so I was like, did he win an Oscar? Oscar? Did he win an Oscar for that? No, nominated for nominated. an Oscar. Nominated. Does any? Uh, um, this is a genuine question. You know how it's kind of like. If you're watching a sporting event, say, right, let's let's say you're watching the NFL, right, mm-hmm. and when the commentators pop up at their desk, they usually put something underneath them, not just their name. So it might say, you know, Greeno, uh, three-time Super Bowl champ. Now, yeah. the, ne- the next guy on the panel might have been a mighty player, but he never won any Super Bowls. So it'll say something like, you know, through, two through 35, two times, yeah, two-time touchdown champion or something, yeah. like some other sub-thing. Is the nominated for an Academy Award? Is it because uh, I personally I think well, who gives a fuck? You know, yeah. <laughs> you didn't win it, so what's the difference? You know, or, or is that like, well, it's pretty good, yeah, it's pretty good, but you know, well, I'd, I'd give it a definite pretty good in the fact that out of all the films over the course of that year, only five people got nominated. Right. Uh, so look, it's an achievement in itself. But then again, only one won it. Speech. You know. uh, but yeah, it, we yeah we don't uh, we don't worry about losers here. No, so not on the show. No. Better call. But what uh, as always happens when I watch these biopics is Daryl seems- in the chat. Greeno says raising Arizona question mark. Ooh no, haven't seen that one yet. I got to look into that. It's Kate. That's Nicholas Cage, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Nicholas oh, Cage. Is that, is that where? Yeah. Look, uh, unfortunately, they, they steal a baby, a couple of criminals. Dick. No, isn't he? Isn't he like a con artist, and he's teaching his daughter how to be a con artist or something? I thought he abducted a baby. Once he hasn't seen know. the film, so I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I'll I'll probably never see it because I really don't like Nicholas Cage at all. Not a big Cage fan, no, even no. Face Off. No, I really hated Face Off. Actually, I thought it was cheesy, really? and cheesy and awful, and just just ah, terrible. Like, I did not like it's. It's too many slow mos of people jumping through windows, shooting machine guns, and shit. And I was like, Ugh. you know, I've seen, I've, I've seen this movie a million times, just called different things. Mm. Oh, okay, we swapped faces. Wow, it's fucking edgy as you know, It's just silly. Uh, the one it's movie. I reckon the one Nicolas Cage movie I liked was, and and it's funny because most everyone else hated it, was the one where he's trying to steal the Constitution, um, American Treasure or something, something like that. Oh, I don't know, yeah, Treasure, yeah, I Treasure something. That was actually a fun movie. I like that one, but yeah, everyone else panned it, and they're like, you know, Nicolas Cage is usually so much better than this. I'm like, really? That's the best thing he's ever fucking done. <laughs> you know, I hate everything else. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so the uh, reason it's been suggested is because it's a Coen Brothers movie to begin with, uh, uh, Raising yeah. Arizona. Yep. Uh, I have actually seen this, and uh, yes, they do steal babies. Steal babies? For what they purpose? They kidnap a baby. As an owner of a baby currently, I don't see why I'd ever want to, you know, run off and steal another one, <laughs> you know. If, yeah, if another one happens to come along naturally, then so be it. But it's like, you know, we don't need to rush. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a kidnapping kidnapping thing. So a bit, 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 bit of cash. Yeah. A bit of hot cash. Um, hot cash. Get us going with this segment. Ah, that's right. So watching that, went on a rabbit hole uh, about Buddy Holly. And I'm like, this is interesting. Can you guess how old Buddy Holly was when he died? He's pretty young. I think he was like 30-something, maybe 32, or maybe younger mm. than that, like maybe like mm. early 20s even. Yeah. Yeah, how well, old? Just, 
Well, picture picture Buddy Holly, right? Yeah. Picture his face. Matt, like, think how old does that dude look? Well, I was just listening to him. I was just listening to um a few of his songs, like not that long ago, maybe a week ago, yeah. and I was like, man, he sounds so young when he's singing, mm. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I I would have thought pretty young, like early twenties. I guess I'm gonna be told he's fucking sixty five years old or something. Isn't he? <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, you you're actually spot on. So give yourself a nice, Gary. Oh, okay. I was shocked because nice, all the pictures of Buddy Harley I saw assume I looked at him. And gone, that dude looks fucking like 33, 34. Mm. He was 22 years old 22. when he died. Yeah, wow. Like, look at a picture of Buddy Holly and, and go, that dude's 22? Mm. Unreal. Like, that, that, he must have lived a hard life up until that point. Because he looks <laughs> a lot older than 20 fucking two. I, when I think of Buddy Holly, I think of a guy in a suit with big Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But he just looks older than, than 22. He yeah, looks like yeah. a guy in his mid thirties that's gonna try and sell you insurance. He's like that's Gary. He's like Gary Busey, Greeno. Just Gary looked, Busey who would have been looked 30 old when... for fifty years, but didn't age fifty. Exactly. Years. Yeah. Guy at twenty two had like one album, but yeah. is still like an old legend. There yeah. you go. Well, yeah, probably because he died. It was because, and he wasn't the only one. Obviously, uh, Richie Valens and uh, the Big Bopper was Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the 100%. Big Bopper. And the reason I, I ended up listening to some Buddy Holly is because I was on Apple Music or something. I was actually listening mm. to The Big Bopper. The Big Bopper had some fucking hits, mate. Had some he, bangers, yes. He had some absolute bangers. It's great music to, um, you know, just put on your headphones and fucking jump around to. It's good fun. Um, and then it obviously went straight to Buddy Holly. So it must be like the Dead Heroes pack or something on the, <laughs> on the streaming <laughs> the, service. The, the algorithm is like, he likes one dead dude, let's give him another one. Line let's him put up. some Buddy Holly. Yeah. Uh, I, I found myself literally after watching that movie for three days singing Buddy Holly songs. Like, yeah, right. Catchy ass fuck. Like, yeah, had some good chance. Well, all, it, it was the 50s, man, wasn't it? All the, all yeah. the music was catchy as fuck then. It was, it was only much later when... You know, even well into the seventies, I reckon, when you know miserable people doing music started to become more fashionable. You know, and it was yes. it was okay. It was okay to listen to music not because it made you feel good, but because it made you feel shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> whiny and you know complaining about the world and stuff. And you're so special and precious with all your feelings, and your your mm. feelings have feelings. And before that, it was like, I'm going to get my best girl, take her to the dance, and then I'm going to swing her and have some romance. Yeah, it was all like, hey, all oh, bright and bubbly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, now it's, like, now it's like, you know, they're talking about, I'm going to fuck you in the mouth on the dance floor. <laughs> it has gotten a little darker, hasn't it? Out there. 100%. Well, quick, quick story time if we can, oh, yeah, sir. I like stories about pinatas. So uh, every year at Christmas time, I'm accused of being very grinchy, which is fine. Like uh, it's probably a fair comment too. But humbug, Greeno. Want to make sure that the kids are enjoying their Christmas time as you know, younger before they become old and cynical like me. It really so, is just all about the kids, isn't it? Really, hundred like, percent about the kids. Yeah, yeah. like and for uh, us, I, could give- I like. I look. Don't get me wrong. I like the meal and the wine. You know, that's <laughs> I enjoy that aspect immensely. It's like, yeah, let's just <laughs> fucking eat till we can't move. And we'll have yeah. a nice glass of red wine. We'll have a laugh and enjoy each other's company. And then you can all fuck off and go home again. You know, nice. Yeah. Nice Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But the but rest of it's all for the kids. Otherwise, yeah, it's all for the kids. So uh, the, the little one's been asking me, oh, look, can we listen to Christmas carols at dinner? And I'm like, yeah, no drama. So I found a little playlist, put that on, and found, going back to your point, some fucking old school bangers, right? So, uh, so there's some good, like, songs from the 60s, 70s that are Christmas tunes. Mm-hmm. 
very, very upbeat, a lot of fun, like sleigh bells. I never heard that song. You know it's lovely where the four sleigh ride together. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I like that one. Absolutely crackers. I've been bumping all that. But then my daughter found this other one. She's like, Dad, this this song's so good. And it was like a new Christmas carol. Right. And it was Ariana Grande. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And I kind of hear it in the background as I'm cooking dinner. It's all good. Yeah. And but uh, what my daughter's doing is like she's found on Spotify that you can like bring up the lyrics. So I'm like, all good. And uh, basically, as I'm, I'm looking over, as I'm trying to cook, I'm like, what the fuck are these lyrics saying? I realize the new version, speaking of everyone's being miserable and, and depressive moving forward, mm. is that, like it's a, the Christmas carol in a verse of the comments. Is about her getting dumped between Christmas and New Year's, mm. and how, like, uh, basically, yeah, she's not getting any dick from her boyfriend anymore because now New Christmas is over, and now we're moving on to the New Year. Let's move on. And I'm like, this is not a Christmas carol just because it has Santa in it. Yeah, is doesn't make any sense. You just, you just splice in one Santa reference in the middle of it mm. somewhere, and then all of a sudden yeah. it becomes a Christmas miracle. Yes. So, but uh, I, you know what though? To her, de- to her defense, this is not new. And if the song is, for whatever reason, popular enough to live on in popular culture, because I'll give you Exhibit A, Greeno, that Mariah Carey song that we all have to listen to. It make oh, my well, wish come true. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. My wife personally fucking loves that song, and it's yeah. on high rotation here. <laughs> Here oh, no. at the uh, Boogie Bumper household, Greeno. It's ah, oh, you hear it, especially when it's Christmas time. For it's time for the Christmas songs. You'll hear it often, like multiple times a day. Yeah, that's one of the favorites. But again, that's that's the same thing. Like a Christmas Carol with it's ba- it's not really a Christmas Carol. It's just like she wants her boyfriend back, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it just happens to be uh, all I want for Christmas is you. But that's really yeah. the only you know Christmassy part about it. <laughs> Will Ariana Grande live on forever? Doubtful. Uh, I sure hope not. Uh, I just found this. Uh, I found the chorus here. So, yeah. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again if he won't be here next year. So he's not rocking up next year. Yeah. Santa, tell me if he really cares because I can't give it all away give it all if he away. won't be here next year. So can't be uh, can't be giving it up. Hmm. If he's not going to be sticking around for another 12 months. Well, I think the solution is, yeah, fuck, just fuck Santa and make it a booty call once a year, you know. That's it. So booty actually, call. oh, shit, is she actually talking about fucking Santa in the song? Like, uh, no. Talking, you know, I how think, do I, I know if you won't be here next year? I won't gonna, I'm not going to give it up for you. Or, give it up. Yeah, yeah. unless you can commit. Santa, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's it. I need, I need that Mrs. Claus bitch out on her ass. I need, yeah. I need a ring on his finger. Right. Uh, he, he, rocks up, he rocks up back at the North Pole and he's like, he's all disheveled and, you know, she pops up from his lap and is like, hi. It's like, oh, shit, yeah. you, brought, you brought home a stray, didn't you, Santa? Larianda yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Uh, so that's that. Let's move on. Uh, we're talking, speaking of old tunes, a bit of, a bit of nice Gary to old tunes from the, nice the Billy Joel concert. From last week, saw this, saw this tweet. It was Billy Joel played live at the MCG uh, last week. From all reports, yeah. cracking concert. Okay. Um, so this, <laughs> this is how he started the show. He's like, look, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. The bad news is I haven't released anything since 1993. So you're going to hear the same shit over again. The good news is I haven't released anything since 1993. Right. So you're going to hear the same shit over again. Nice, Gary. Fucking nice, Gary. Pay that one. He, 
he knows. He knows his audience. He's not trying to like pump out a new album, some Neil Diamond bullshit, where it's like, here's my new album. Yep. Let's uh, let's listen to six tunes off that. He knows why the people have paid their ticket money. They want to hear Piano Man. They want to hear Uptown Girl. They want to hear the same shit they've heard, but they want to hear it live from an yeah. old man on a piano. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's another example, Greeno, isn't it? Of because Greeno and I, a little bit of you know, opening uh, the kimono here, half open the kimono. Uh, a little discussion we were having in pre-show was, you know, how wonderful it is to aim for mediocrity because, uh, you know, if you set the bar low enough, then you'll be very satisfied and never disappointed. And you can, you know, uh, you can make it that way every week if you want, as long as if, if your perfect day is not doing much at all, then you can have as many of them as possible. You can achieve that 300 days a year. You can achieve that. So Billy is on board with this. Mm-hmm. And he lets the crowd, he lets the audience know from the get-go, look, it's probably not going to be very good. You know, yeah. I'm just doing the same shit I always have. So, you know, that's but, it. But that's, that's why the mean. audience is there, and yeah. that, that's the beauty. Yeah. Whereas he, this is what concerns me, because we talked last week. I bought tickets to Elton John. And yes, I've heard and you Elton... didn't actually reveal on the show how much you paid for those tickets. Would you be willing to reveal that now, live tonight, or no? no I'm not going to do that. You're take so, that one to the grave. <laughs> take that one. So the, the, what concerns me, though, after seeing this, yeah. I was like, fucking nice Gary Billy. But then I got worried because I've, I've been hearing. My wife likes to listen to radio. I personally haven't turned a radio on since, uh, you know, 15 years ago. What kind of radio does she listen to, like music or Talk music. No music. So <laughs> like the local like top forty shit where they play the same seven songs eight hundred times a day. Yeah. It's brutal. Now Elton's done a lot of remixes lately right. of his old classics okay. with some like more recent artists and have has butchered every single one of his classics. Mm-hmm. So I've now got grave concerns on the back of Billy going, Hey, I haven't released anything since nineteen ninety three. Yeah. But Elton might try and pump some of this new bullshit yeah. to flog some of his new albums. Even though it's the same old songs being butchered, yeah, we said at some point that's when I'll be asking for a refund, sir. Oh, that's when you'll be asking for a refund, nice Gary. I would have thought nice, though. Gary. Look, my fear for you is not that you might have to sit through a few new Elton June, uh, Elton John songs. That's not my fear for you. My fear mm. for you is that you're going to go there, and this is you know I don't want to rain on anyone's parade or anything, but. The live shit I have seen from Elton John over the last couple of years does not fill me with confidence that he retains the chops to be able to yeah. pull it off, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, I, I completely... There's I've a seen lot of straining before. these days and there's not many high notes hit and, uh, you know, he doesn't really extend the note much anymore. It's just kind of spoken word with piano music behind it half oh, the time. It's yeah, so, Shatner-esque, yes, yeah, correct. It's very Shatner-esque, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Rocket look, Man. It's going to be a long, long time. A long, long time. <laughs> well, well, we'll give a, it'll be a nice little, we'll give a nice update after mm. the concert's done. And I'll be able to say, was it worth the cash? Was it not worth the cash? Was the experience of just being seen Elton live uh, balanced for the fact that he can't sing for shit anymore? Well, yeah, it reminds me of how you and I, we pro- I think we saw the last James Brown concert before he died. We did, 100%. Yep. didn't matter that James was only on stage for about six minutes of the hour set. Yeah, I was, I was, I was actually telling this story to someone at work the other day. And um, it was so funny because I reckon the James Brown experience, you know, the band, mm-hmm. I reckon they did about an 80-minute set. And yeah. for that 80 minutes, I reckon James sung collectively for about four of those 80 minutes. 
And yeah. it was mostly the backup singers. There was some other guy who was doing most of the singing who none of us knew who he was. And every now yeah. and then, every now and then, James would pipe in with like, hey, you know, that was, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Imagine that Elton John's just going to be hitting like one in five words, yeah. one in five lyrics while he's playing the piano, Greeno. Maybe oh, someone else will be playing it for him by then. Who knows? That's it. We reflect back. And James Brown's still amazing to see live. It is, exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. say, we saw the guy Get up and do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to that. We'll give, we'll give an update. But nice, Gary, there to Billy Joel. Now, last week, Damo, we talked about the the, the cricket controversy, the, the, the bit of drama, a bit of, bit of, bit of uh, media, uh, yeah. if you will, about Davey Warner going, oh, you know, this is, uh, my lifetime ban for me causing and being involved in cheating. It's just fucking it's, it's a disgrace. I can't put my family through it. I can't I can, put my family through it. I can sum it up for you. He was basically giving the I was told to do it argument. That's yeah. pretty much it. Like. You know, that there was yeah. the controversy. It's like, it's not my fault. They told me to do it. So, you know. But it all, it all like, uh, cricket hasn't reopened this wound. Dave Warner reopened this wound when he asked for his lifetime ban. He was given. For I mean, his he's got every right to ask. I would imagine he's but, got every right to ask if he, if that's what you really yeah, want, but, you know. Okay. But, but once again, we pointed out on last week's show, leadership. He doesn't want a leadership ban overturned. He wants a leadership title ban overturned. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's he, it. He wants a nice little label, a nice little badge. Say, I'm the manager. Um, well, when Ricky Ponning was captain, there was basically like three or four captains. You know, Warney was a captain because they yeah. would just take over their little areas of the pitch or whatever yeah. or the field. Leadership and, doesn't yeah. need an actual title. Warney, Warney obviously set his own fields. Like there was yeah, no. Yeah, Warney is. Yeah. So it was just like, well, yeah. on, you deal with it, and then yeah. uh, we'll pitch on, and then I'll go back to doing my job. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But the thing that really struck me was the fact that David Warner said, look, I've, I've taken away, uh, I've removed my request for, for this to be a thing because I don't want to put my, my family through the public scrutiny. Through the I don't drama. want it out in public. I don't want the drama uh, to impact my family. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold, the next day I see this, Candace Warner was subjected to vile abuse from a bunch of punters while walking around Adelaide Oval with the children. Yeah. She tells you as she does an interview about the whole process. Uh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying that, despite the fact that they want to step back from the public eye, they're doing more promo to talk about how they don't want to be in the public yeah. eye. Yeah. It's the Markle, Markle principle, oh, sir. It's, it's the, the Markle principle. Let's, let's, let's coin that like Markle theory. Markle is the Markle theory. Yeah. We, we just want our privacy. And by doing so, what we're going to do <laughs> is sell the, rights, sell the rights to a TV show on Netflix where we tell you all about our lives. Yes. Um, that's the best way to stay private, sir. Yep. To tell everyone about your lies and make sure you make a bit of cash all on it. Genuine question: You probably came across the ratings for the. Um, I know it's Netflix, so they're not nec- they're not actually quote unquote ratings, but it's more like mm. clicks how they yep. measure it. Um, mm. I'm sure you came across the ratings for the Netflix uh, Harry and Megan um, yep. you know, thing at some point. Yep. Uh, from my understanding, and I don't know. From my understanding, apparently it started off really well and then trailed off, which most things tend to do. Is that correct? Mm. Ah, uh, still the number one trending show on Netflix. Still the so. number one trending. Okay. Yeah. Now, my question to you is genuinely, what percentage of the audience of the number one trending show do you think are watching it to to hate watch it? <laughs> to be like, I fucking hate this bitch. <laughs> how, how much um, of as a percentage of the audience? How many do you think? 
Uh, pro, I'd say, well, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to break up the percentages as, as a forensic okay. accountant would. Well, so I'm I just going to say, I reckon it would be close to 50%. Close I don't to. think so. Well, well, uh, here's where I'm going to break it up. I'm going to say 98% hate watching out of the English area. Nice. The rest of the world, I don't think could give two fucks. Mm. So that one is probably closer to only 5%, which brings your average close to exactly what you just said, 50% in the middle. 50% in the middle. There you go. Hate yeah. watching. We've just mathematically hate. sorted that out, by the way, if you're yeah, an idiot. Definitely. Yeah. 50% hate watching. 98% of the hate watching is coming from England. Yeah. And then the remaining whatever is talking from the rest of the world. Undisputable mathematical fact there, ladies and gentlemen. 50% mm-hmm. of hate watching. There you go. Yeah, science. Uh, it's called science. Was, Look it up. Uh, I had to. Uh, I do a germ myself because the uh, the wife had put put that show on. Oh right. So, so she was watching the Harry and Me. She was, she was watching the Harry. She loves. For some reason, the wife loves the Royals. I don't. Into the Royals. It. Yeah, I know. Some people are. Some people are into the Royals. Just like she just finds yeah. it. seems like a reality show. It is a reality show, and she just seems to enjoy that shit. So yeah. I was like, look, I can sit here and criticize her, but uh, like that's not going to bode well for me. I'm just going to adjourn to the bedroom and yeah. watch something else watch in there. something sport-related or 80s movie-related or tits. Great. Oh, tits, exactly. And just hope that, that it's a very short series. Yeah. And thankfully it was because literally all day yesterday and the wife's like, I've only got 20 minutes left. I'm like, excellent. This works out good. Move them back into the lounge room, babe. <laughs> Go back to the lounge room because the, the test starts tomorrow. So I need a big boy TV. Crickets. Um, make sure you watch. Make sure you watch it all before Saturday because <laughs> I need to watch the cricket. Um, <laughs> Nice little segue back to the original story. Hmm. Uh, good to know. Uh, speaking of the Markles, people need to find a way to chime in on stories this big. They do, yes. And it's and a, remember last week we spoke about how the the Australian cricket captain's job is second only to the Prime Minister of Australia in terms of importance. Yeah. So what do you think happened next, Greener? Do you reckon? Do you reckon it was a bit of territory, a bit of territorial pissing going on here? Like, hey, you know, don't forget who the top out. dog is, mate. Yeah. He needs to have a, have a moment to chime in. Yeah. Say, look, hey, uh, if, we, if we can, let's uh, scale it back here. We need to. Ah, uh... oh, look, David. David Warner is obviously a very uh, talented, uh, you know, individual. Um, but uh, you know, clearly, the office of the prime minister does not endorse. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, people moving into leadership positions without the requisite uh, investigations. Uh, I think you'll find. I like it. That's a bad album. My good, my one my one wasn't as impressive. It was it was half assed. Oh, you were doing an album, were you? Oh, okay. It was a terrible Bye, one, obviously. Gary. Didn't realise I was doing an album there. No good. No good. Uh, your one might much like better. Yeah. And on that very disappointing note, time oh. to go to a break. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Bear 
Prairies of Brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Campy old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons, eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies, the ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Gary to the Big Bopper. Nice, Big Bopper. He knows how to bang out a song. Now uh, we need to find a way to link this into an apology to the the Jewish people for your hate speech from last week. I'm getting you banned from YouTube. I've got it. I've uh, got it, Greeno. I found it. I found it already. Okay. It's all good. Oh, okay. Uh, you can go to www.safaria.org slash topic slash Big Bopper and you can get Jewish text and source sheets about the Big Bopper from the Torah, the Talmud, and other sources in Safaria's library. What? Really? Is that true? Yeah. That's 100% true. you got to send me this link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. Oh, baby, that's a what I like. Forward slash topic slash Big Bopper. There you go. There you go. Uh, bangers, man. Bangers from the Big Bopper. Absolutely. Um, have we got to do the We don't have any more ad breaks left. We're going to be done with it. Yeah, we don't really do breaks yeah. anymore. We probably yeah, shouldn't even do the one the we breaks. do. Yeah. yeah, the one we do. Well, it's just so we can play the Pessy song. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's basically, yeah. yeah. That's it. Give a chance to go take a quick piss, grab a new beer, and we're good to go. Good to go. Uh, Damo, uh, stat man, if I can, sir. I'm a stat man. I'm a stat man. Our friends over at YouTube, uh, I've sent the starting block, yeah, our little year in review, which this bugs me because oh. our work is doing the exact same thing. They're asking for year-end stats hmm. at the start of December. I'm like, fuck, do you guys not know how to work a calendar? <laughs> End of the year, 
it's 31st December. Ask me in January. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but we're closed down for two weeks. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't help me. Like, it's not year end. Like, yeah. ask me in January. But, but I need year end results. We don't have year end results because the year hasn't fucking ended yet. Um, in any event, so YouTube said then the starting block 22 year in review. Yeah. Um, I'm dumbfounded. And I want to give a fucking nice Gary to, to the blockheads nice out there. Nice Gary. Blockheads. Want to hazard a guess as how many minutes of our show have been watched on YouTube? Oh, not many. I wouldn't have thought. Neither would I. 15.3 thousand minutes of our show were watched this year. minutes. That's awful. <laughs> that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> Don't think That's a lot of minutes. I think it's awful that people are wasting that much time. Mm. On a 15,000 hours. Imagine you could have you could have built like Noah's Ark in 15,000 hours. No, minutes. You no, minutes. Oh, well. 15,000 hours would be more impressive. Well, I guess you could probably boil an egg or two. It's a lot of eggs you could have boiled in 15,000 minutes. That's a lot. How many could have done uh, 7.15 two-minute noodles? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, clearly, clearly the opportunities are endless. The things you could have done instead of listening to 15.3 thousand uh, minutes. minutes of our of our show. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. I didn't even think we had fifteen thousand minutes of a show, <laughs> Greeno. Well, no, that's a surprise. People, people listening, like multiple listenings to the show. Oh no, no, nobody's listening more than once. <laughs> that's, that's that <laughs> much boy. we know, Greeno. Oh, I, I have a gut feeling that out of that fifteen point three thousand minutes, no. about fourteen point eight thousand. Uh, people that have fallen asleep and left their TV on. Yeah, we must have said something very controversial in Vietnam, where you know the whole population of Vietnam listened to about ah. thirty seconds of one episode, which pumped us up to the number one spot in the Vietnam rankings or we wherever forgot. we were. And then we the next week we were out of the top one hundred. You forgot about our Ukrainian friends. <laughs> the Ukrainian screen. Oh, about twelve thousand of that fifteen thousand minutes. Supporters of the show. Um. 642 views of our, our show somehow, which really? is fucking that's that's insane because mm. we only put out about 40 shows this year, mm. so that's 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 way too many views for the kind of content we put out. To be yes, fair, I would agree. Um, but big, big thank you to big nice Gary to could be could be people just accidentally rolling onto it. Um, you know, when you just let YouTube press play and it just skips from one video to the next and just keeps going in it goes in its own direction, you know what I mean? Yeah, just play the next video. Um, it's probably a lot of that popping up. We're probably popping that. up off, off the back of some really, you know, terrible shit. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Maybe hate speech, Greeno, and then it rolls onto our show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know the, the top countries viewing our channel this year? We've got the United States, number one. Oh. Uh, our own country, Australia, is number two. Right. And then Nor- Norway, number three. The Norwegians, they love us. They Big love us in Norway. in Norway. So we'll have to add that to the bio, Greeno. That's it. Uh, Very and our popular most, in Norway. And not surprisingly, uh, our most watched live stream was our return episode mm. after the, the arrival of the baby baby. Yeah. Uh, the return nobody wanted was our most watched live stream. Oh, there you go. So, Fantastic. There we go. Nice, Gary. There, yeah. Look at a little stat man. I'm a stat oh, man. Show now, stats. what about next? So look, it's time to look. We, we can't be all grinchy here. We're going to be a little bit more festive as the uh, the feedback I've gotten. I'm incredibly uh, festive. I'm half festive right now, at least. I've been being festive since five o'clock this afternoon, Greener. 
Very good. Um, but uh, our Uni Day reporter, Troy, has got in touch. Oh, good. He's like, boys, we need to get a bit of Christmas flavour in the Uni Day lineup. Mm. So we've already got the Gabrielle Gattes. Uh, we've already got the Hueys. Did we confirm Gabrielle Gattay? Did we? I don't well, remember Well, no, they're, they're, they're still, that's still our wish list. Ah, oh, right, um, of course. And we've got, we got the dude from ABC uh, with the Barrow. Yeah, and we, can we get – also, can we get that guy who always looks dirty, the one with the big beard, who's always, you know, rolling around in the dirt? You want Costa. Planning things. Yeah, Costa, that's nice. the one. Costa Georgiata. Yeah. He looks like a real-life garden gnome. Yes. Yeah. We might be able to revive the Garden of Eden, Greeno. We go. Oh, imagine the kind of work Costa could do with the old the the, the pit because no one's touched it yep. since 2019. Yeah. The area that was the Garden of Eden because things got a little bit out of hand. I reckon um, we get Costa and Costa Zoo, and we'll call it Costa's Costa Zoo. <laughs> Great. Eh? Nice. We get some animals. Yes. Give yourself a fucking double nice Thank Gary you. for that one. Nice. Costa. Gary. Costa's Costa Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. Where we got farm animals. Farm animals, straight out. <laughs> <laughs> the petting zoo. The, the petting zoo, the box though. So it's like the chook fights, chook but with fights. all possible with all possible animals yes. overseen. By Costa Zoo. Costa Zoo, Greedo. And, and Costa. And Costa will take care of the gardening aspect. He'll take care of the gardening, the areas, to make yeah. sure that it's a safe environment to, for the chooks, the donkeys. The bulls, uh, the the bulls have got to have somewhere to graze, Greedo. Yeah, the flamingos, we'll get them in there. We'll get some lyre birds. Yeah. Uh, chuck them all in there and see who comes out the top dog. Mm. Uh, I like it. Fucking, that's, that's, a, that's definitely a nice Gary. Done. But now... If we're putting Costa and Costa Zoo's zoo to one side, yeah. uh, we need uh, Troy's like we need a bit more, we need more festive cheer. Yeah. And I know that Uni Day happens like a month after Christmas. Yes, but we need to keep that festive cheer rolling. Yeah, because everybody uh, loves everybody loves the people who still ce- are still celebrating Christmas like halfway through January. Hundred percent. Who haven't taken their decorations down? Still got the tree up and shit. Still got the tree up, the lights. Yeah, the lights are still going. They still feel the need to turn it on. Uh, so yeah, for these people, this particular audience, I got good news. We've been in touch uh, with uh, Devon Rattray. Damo. <laughs> Devin Rattray was the dude who played Buzz in Home Alone. <laughs> We've been in touch with him. We've been in touch with these people. Apparently, he's scheduled wide open. Uh, it's unreal. I know. Uh, you wouldn't believe it if you uh, if I told you. It's an amazing uh, get, Greedo. Really is. If we can get Devin Rattray, and he's gonna be doing, he's gonna be doing all his favorite lines from Home Alone, where he fucking calls people buttheads. Uh, Do you think French chicks shave their pits? That one exactly. Uh, all of all so, of the, all of the classic screeno. None, of, none think, of the lines from Home Alone two though. We have forbidden him from repeating those. No, we're ba- those are banned. Yeah. yeah, especially with the the chick with the weird pigeons. That's still creepy. Mm-hmm. This is, it's a weird kind of like uh, seedy subplot with the fact that Kevin seems to be attracted to like creepy old weird people yep. in both those films. What Donald Trump? Uh, I forgot the yeah, I forgot Donald was in number two. No, he I was, was thinking yeah. about like the weird neighbor in number one, mm. uh, and then obviously yeah, the weird homeless bird chick in number two. Isn't it funny how they just had they basically had to kind of rehash the same kind of buddy. Um, for the second film, but they just changed it from a guy to a girl, you know, basically, yeah. and just you, you, 
it seems the only recipe for Home Alone movies is to have at least one creepy char- uh, character who proves yeah. himself to be a friend at the end. To be a good person in yeah. the end, spot on. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, very weird. i tell you what, uh, who's one of the most, un- like, uh, uni day will close that off? Hmm. Uh, fucking that zoo thing, that sensational water. Thank you. Um, the Daniel Stern's acting from a, I, I hate slapstick. But fuck me, is he good at slapstick? Yeah, he is. As an actor. Because it's his like, face. It's all the faces he pulls. That's why it's. The faces, it's the expressions, yeah. it's the screams. It's yeah. it's all over. Like everything. I watched him in. Uh, let's, and King? I mean, let's not forget fucking uh, Joe Pesci as well. Like, honorable mm. mention. Because that movie would be. that Home Alone wouldn't be anywhere near as good if he wasn't in it. You know? Oh, no. No chance. Like. Pesci, Pesci makes that because you believe he's a badass because yeah. Pesci's a badass. And it was such um, a weird role for him to play like a kids' movie kind of thing, basically. Kids' Christmas yeah. movie. You know, because Joe Pesci's famous for always being the foul-mouthed, you know, little mafia prick mm. kind of thing, basically, in all of his other roles. But the thing, the thing is, his character is that. But he just does it with a bit of slapstick, Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. Uh, so it's a role he's born to play. Um, but I watched uh, Rookie of the Year. You remember that movie? Like the kid that breaks his arm and then he's, he can throw like yeah, 100 miles. Yeah, I, I love that movie. It's a great movie. I, I put that movie on the other night assuming like I'd fall asleep to it. Yep. Me and the wife are up till midnight watching the fucking stupid movie. Yeah. But Daniel, Daniel Stern is in that in that flick. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the pitching coach and he kind of oh, gets that's locked. That's right. Yeah, he's always, <laughs> that's right. He gets locked in the locker. Look, look, a spot on. But yeah. once again, I'm like, I forgot how good an actor Daniel Stern is. Yeah. He has some good stuff in City Slickers. Whatever happened to why Daniel couldn't, Stern? Why couldn't we get him instead of Devin Retray or whatever his fucking well, name is? Because Daniel, Daniel Stern's actually talented. Uh, uh, we so he's busy. He's got stuff. We can only afford it. There's a very limited budget. Once we got the Costa Zoo, Zoo, those animals aren't cheap, sir. That's true. Uh, can we, we get, get If we get Devin Retray over, can we also, you know, would would be able to pay maybe a little bit extra and get one of the other kind of B grade characters from that movie. What about Fuller Greeno, the one who drinks the Pepsi? Can we get him? Uh, no, because that guy has actually gone on to a very successful career. Has he? Oh, that's, that's, that's Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't even know yeah. he had a brother. Yeah, Kieran Culkin. What is he? He's in like a whole bunch of his movies. Yeah. What has he done though? What's he in? Uh, he was in some random TV show recently. There was a bit of a hit. I remember seeing something about him, like, oh, that's fucking, that's the Colkin dude. Oh, okay. Right, oh, there we go. Yeah, we'll we could, that. um, we could get the creepy bird lady from number two. I'm sure want, she's free. I don't want her hanging around the Unity Day tent, right <laughs> scaring all the children. <laughs> we could do better than that, surely. What about the, what about the toy store owner from number two? Who seems a little bit too friendly around the children. How about this, Greeno? What if we get one of the guys from John Candy's John Candy, group? <laughs> Fuck, now we're talking. Yeah. So, we, no, yes. The guy now, with no. the mo, with the sunglasses and the mo. I want him. I reckon inside our budget we can do one better. I reckon we can get the whole John Candy band sans candy, obviously. Well, were they the Polka Kings or something? Or? That's it, the Polka Kings. Is that what they uh, were called? No, they had a different uh, name. They were co- yeah. like Their sub-name was like, we are such and such the Polka Kings of the Pacific North. West or something, you know. Yeah, wait, here we go. Pocket, pocket band name. Let's have a look. It was. Yeah. It doesn't actually say the band, I don't think, because it was just Gus Polinski, the polka band, the yes. polka king of the Midwest. So it doesn't actually say his band. 
Gus Polinski. Is that oh, it? no, I apologise. Here we go. The Kenosha Kickers is who we need to The Kenosha Kickers. So how about this? <laughs> Performing at Unity Day Yay. 2023, the Kenosha Kickers, Greeno, playing yeah. all of their hits, Polka, Polka, Polka. Polka, and, yeah. Polka, Polka. And we'll get the guy who won the NXS uh, reality show to step in for Gus Polinski and do the <laughs> vocals. <laughs> Give yourself a double let's go. You were fucking all over the Unity Day. For this particular year, so that's fucking that's genius. I like this. Okay. We've got kickers. So, all right, let's uh, let's set up. Kenosha kickers. we They're very big in Sheboygan. Remember, they so, are. They're... <laughs> so the Sheboygan fans are gonna be all in. They'll be cheap today. too. We won't have to fly them over. We just stuff them nah. into the back of a mail truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've done that so, before. I love it. So we got uh, we got our Gabriel Gatto, we got uh, Huey, and we got the dude with the beret. Yep. Uh, We've got Costa and Costa. In, in one Costa, yeah, that's in one corner. Then we got Costa and Costa with the Costa uh, Costa Zuzu <laughs> with the Noah's Ark uh, battle royal yes. uh, of, of, of animal fighting. Correct. Over in one side. On the main, on stage, the main stage, we have the Kenosha Devin, Kickers. Devin Rattray. Devin Rattray in, introducing the Kenosha introducing Kickers. Introducing the Kenosha Kickers, who uh, are going to be uh, supported by JD Fortune. Who <laughs> play, <laughs> who no, Gus Polinski, the Pokey King in the Midwest. <laughs> Fucking, this, this is already huge this is in really good. This is huge. We're going to be shit. The Judy Day is going to be massive in Sheboygan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Good to have Yin Day back. It is. Uh, I was going to skip Yin Day this year, but fucking those How three jokes. Those you? three jokes have just made it worth it. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to rob people of the magic that is Unity Day, Greedo. <laughs> That's it. That's that. That's been the highlight of our show. Yeah. Uh, Damo, we like doing, but that's not rugby leagues. We like doing, but that's not AFLs. Mm. I found it, but that's not MLB this week. And okay. I was fucking, I was absolutely shocked. So I want to give a bit of context. Mm. Um, the some some for some reason the BBL is trying to steal and poach little ideas off other sports, try and make it and what is a very boring sport, very interesting. Well, first um, you have to explain, obviously, for the benefit of our audience who don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. The BBL is the Big Bash League, which is like the short version of cricket, which it, yeah. it makes it more comparable to a game of baseball. Like you're in and out of there in about three hours. Is that right? So, yeah, exactly. But because cricket is already long to begin with, it's like playing baseball but only playing like two innings. Three innings, yeah, something like that. Three innings, yeah. Going, yeah, we're going to play, but we're only going to play for a little bit. And then the game's done. Three innings like, oh. and it'd be three innings and like you get bonus points for home runs and weird shit like that. Or yeah, you get like power stupid, plays yeah. where they take two fields out of the outfield for you know yeah. five pitches or something and shit like that you know yeah dumb, dumb shit like that Gimmicky and shit. It, yeah. it got off to a good start about 10 years ago where people were interested in it and then they just like hey you know we'll make this better let's do fucking like nine billion games a year and everyone will love it right. and then everyone started hating it because like well it was good when we only had to see like five ten games a year and it was, it was a bit of a novelty now not so much. Well, and it's like, and it's shit like, except for probably the Sixers and I think maybe the Scorchers, the teams swatch, switch players all the time. So it's, there's no yeah. real, like, you know, no they're loyalty. kind of just, they were all just kind of fake, you know, um, franchises yeah. that were all started in the same year. And it's like, go and support these teams. And it's like, 
I don't know. I go for New South Wales, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't really care about the thunder, like cricket works. You know, yeah. Sixes. But don't get me wrong. I have watched it and enjoyed it for, at times. Um, mm. But you, you, you have to take it for what it is. And that's, you know, I'll have it on in the background while I'm playing a background. game and eating snacks, you know. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. another six. Yeah, good stuff, whatever. But not, not invested at all in who wins or whatever, you know. Yeah, for context for our American listeners, uh, no one can name who last year's champion was. That's true. I, I can't Every remember. year. I'll, 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 go, I'll go either Perth Scorchers or uh, Sydney Sixers because Sydney Sixers. They, t- they tend to win they it all the time. They seem to win every second year, yeah. Uh, that's probably a safe bet. I don't think either of those teams did win, no, but I'm not, not confident they did either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I could be totally wrong. But again, no one gives a shit. Um, but they're trying to like trying to move in. And uh, for context, last year the best uh, walkout entrance, and it was a, a massive thing, was Edwin Diaz's entrance. So let's play a little bit of Edwin Diaz's entrance from the MLB last year. Okay. And, and what kind of got the crowd pumped up? All right. Pack Stadium closes coming in. Okay. Tight ball game. Metsy's up by a bit. Here comes Edwin. What's the song? Uh, Something about Tommy Trumpet. Crowd loves it. Gets everyone pumped up. That big game feel, the excitement, the clothes is coming in. Okay. Well, you know, right. I didn't, to be fair, honestly, I didn't even know that they did that. That's like pro wrestling stuff to me. You know, I didn't know that they did that in the baseball. Close music. Closes. Yeah, no, man. Like everyone's sort of walk up song. We okay. fucking play. I don't think I've, yeah, I guess I've just never noticed it before. Yeah, we did you know, it because they play, but they play so much music. They play so much music at the stadiums for all American sports mm. to begin with. I guess I never really put two and two never together. It. No, it's just there's always music playing constantly, isn't there? More no, or less. No. Yeah, no, they're in the background, but no, everyone's got their like. I know the basketball song. always has fucking music, but no, but this is like the intro songs. So each player gets to pick their own walk-up song. If you're coming up to bat, the closers get to come into a uh, particular song. And now that you mention it, I guess yeah, "Wild Thing" was played when uh, Charlie Sheen. When Charlie Sheen came up, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So they were. So I saw that and I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is good. This is entertaining. But then I saw this on the cricket the other day, and he's with it. But that's not rugby league comes into play. So oh no! This, this, oh no! This, so this is Chris Lynn. Yep. Coming in a bat. So let's have a. Why do you have to just copy what? Yeah, uh, that's my point. That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing, I reckon. It's, it's, so not, embarrassing. it's not these guys' fault. I Look at the guy no. in the middle. He doesn't want to be doing this, I don't reckon. He reckon I reckon he thinks this is cringe as well. Yeah. Look, he's completely straight-faced. Mm-hmm. You're just copying someone else's fucking song now. That, so this, the and, it's not and, doesn't have the same relevance, you know. Well, that's it. Yeah, we're talking. So yeah, for, for contrast, we're talking about a closer coming in to finish off a, a big, exciting end of the game. Yep. In the cricket, uh, this guy's coming in to bat, and they're one for two. Yeah, they're one so for two. Like, yeah, it's the first over, and there's still like another thir- uh, 
two and a half hours of this game to go. So did he choose this or I, I don't reckon he had no. any say in this. No, he had zero say. This is a hundred percent set up by the TV network. It's like, Ugh. They've, they've done a junket in the US yes. and gone, man, they're fucking, they love this Mets thing. That's no one's going to yep. no know about it. It'll be fine. It's, it's all good. Um, but then Channel 7's even put it in their tweet to go, oh, look, some inspiration from the Mets for Chris Lynn. Fuck off. No, it's not inspiration. <laughs> You're just directly stealing the song that the other, guy, the other guy's something. walkout song. It's You've changed ins- the context yeah. <laughs> and now it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, stop. Just stop. Dick move. You dick. I understand dick move. Uh, Damo, I'll tell you what's not a dick move. Here's the hot stove, baby. Uh, okay. uh, Where are we at uh, with it this week? Talk okay, so me. last week we had we, we had that discussion where shit was getting a bit too hot. It was a bit too hot. I put the boiling water in. I cheated a little bit, put the lid on, fucking things were bubbling, and then it spit all over the thing, and then it cleaned up off the stove. It was no good. So this week, thankfully, had to tailor it back. I've cleaned out the, the stovetop uh, pilot lights. It's all... It's all nice and calm. I put it on a medium heat this week. Uh, just put it on a, a, a gentle simmer, if you will, uh, because is this it week, bubbling or is it just before bubbling? This is a gentle simmer. This one. Okay. Uh, there's no. There's like ripples of a bubble around the edge, around the the hotter portions of the outside plate of the of the stove mm. of, of the actual heater. Uh, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't put. Let me put it this way. I wouldn't put an egg in it. Mm. And I wouldn't put pasturance. Would you rest um, a nice big fat vice versed in it, Greeno, as a kind of water bath to just heat I'd, it up? Would that? I'd say that was a safe. That would be a safe temperature at this particular point okay. to put a vice verse in there. Yep. And if you also wanted to do a poach, okay. I'd be happy. I'd be happy for you to put something in the pot for a poach as well. Okay. Uh, Where's Gabrielle? Can we get hold of Gabrielle <laughs> on the phone? Just make sure about this. he's happy. He's yeah. happy with this one. Uh, the Mets had a five-year deal, $75 million with Cody Singer. Uh, you had right-handed Chris Bassett and the Toronto Blue Jays in agreement for a three-year, $63 million deal. You had Sean Murphy traded the A's from uh, – sorry, from the A's to the Braves, and then the Braves traded William Contreras to the Brewers. Uh, the Giants got two years Ross Stripling for $25 million. Noah Syndergaard one year with the Dodgers. And you had Adam Frazier to the Orioles on a one-year deal for $8 million. But the big deal this week was a 13-year, $365 million what? deal for Carlos Correa and the San Francisco Giants. Jesus Christ. They're paying, paying that dude till he's like 43 or 42, actually. Um, yeah. so they had that money put aside for Aaron Judge. That was ready to go. And they're like, we're going to get Judge. We're going to get the reigning MVP. He's going to hit fucking home runs into the bay. It's going to be amazing. And then he went back to the Yankees. Uh, so which which team did this guy come from? Or was he already there? No, no, no. So he came from the, the Twins. Okay. So he, he, uh, he had a one-year deal with the Twins last year. And then went back into free agency, and then yeah, got the, a big thirteen years, three hundred sixty-five million dollars. Thirteen so, years, three hundred sixty-five yeah. million. Holy mm-hmm. cow! Insane amount of money. The fourth highest uh, dollar value for a contract in history, uh, behind uh, three of the best players in, in the league, obviously. So and next uh, year, and uh, either it's next year or the year after, who will then be eclipsed by Shohei Otani? Shohei Otani. <laughs> Shohei. They're, they're putting it. He's either going to get. $500 million or he's going to get $50 million a year, which has never been done. Like, as long as he, I just fucking, I'm fingers crossed. Well, old mates, that, that, old mates one, that old mates one that you just mentioned is 
it's closer to fifty than it is to zero. It's it's got to average what like thirty one million a year or something. Twenty seven for his one. No, he's, he's, okay. yeah, his average annual value is actually pretty low. Okay. Uh, the record is forty two set earlier this year by uh, Justin Berlander on a two year deal. So people generally, what happens is they they spread out the deal to make the annual value because the, the salary cap. The salary caps, no, the salary cap's done on annual value, right? So it doesn't matter. Like, it's, like they'll pay this dude till he's forty three, even if he's not playing. Because ah, by right. then, the cap won't matter. Like, yeah, that's right. Wasn't what? isn't there some baseball player who's getting paid like twenty years after he retired? So? Yeah, Bobby Bobby Bonilla, twenty five years, a million dollars every year. Wow. <laughs> um, Chris, I think Chris Davis's deal, the guy who played for the Orioles, his deal kicked in where he's like end of contract payment started this year yep. and he's going to be paid for the next 15 years. It's like, 15 years. Eh, it's like $1.5 million this year. So that comes off your year. salary cap though, doesn't it? For the next 15 years. Yes, it does. Years. Yeah. For the next 15, but like a million dollars in the salary cap for MLB. What is like, the salary like, cap for MLB? Well, there's no actual, there's no actual salary cap. Uh, it's known as like a, a, like a, it's a there's a tax, right? Okay. So if you go over a certain tax value, uh, so a certain spending value, you got to pay a higher tax back to the league, if you will. Right. So Steve Which Cohen, I assume goes to the poorer teams, is that correct? Yeah, or? I think they spread it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve Cohen, they introduced in the last year's CBA. I know it's fucking very boring for everyone. No, but I'm interested. We're, yeah. we're fuck, fuck the show. The, I, fuck the show. I don't know, yes, I'm curious. Hey, that's what we do. We don't care. Um, so last year in the, the, the bargaining agreement, they had to introduce something called the Steve Cohen tax, right? Because okay. Steve Cohen, the fucking big rich dude, bought the New York Mets. and I he, thought he, he was had, a TV show host, Greeno. No. Steve Cohen, no? no. You about the Blues Clues, dude, maybe? maybe. I don't know. Blues Clues. No. <laughs> no, um, so Steve Cohen, big rich dude, he, he came in and he's like, well, I'm just fucking spending money. He was spending stupid money. And the other owner's like, well, you're making us look bad. We need to introduce a tax where if you spend over, like, we we know we've already got Is this. Is he like, the Red Sox owner? Tax. No, he's the Mets owner. Oh, okay. He only bought him like two years ago. Oh, and right. And they're like, and like, oh, if you, we've got this original tax, but we need to do a second tier of tax to stop this dude from spending. Right. So you know what he did this year? He fucking blew past that second one. He goes, I don't give a fuck about your tax. Like, <laughs> I've got so much money, I don't care. So, so the rule, the, the 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 quote unquote salary cap tax, whatever, it's not real. It's 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 only well, it's only enforceable in so much as people are willing to submit to it. But if someone decides 100%. not to, then there's nothing really you can do if they're Correct. willing to pay the tax. So what's the difference? Spot on. So <laughs> probably 20, 26 out of the thirty owners don't want to pay the tax, so they try and stay under that particular wage limit. Yep. Um, but four owners just don't give a fuck, and they just go nuts. So. So they want to uh-huh. be you want they want to be like the Premier League where the you know roughly four teams are up the top pretty much every year more or less. Well, no. Well, well here's the thing with baseball, right? It doesn't matter how much you spend. Sometimes the lower spending teams win. Like, look at you. You're you're an Oakland A's fan. Yeah, they haven't won that, shit for years, man. Well, no. Well, I saw this stat earlier today. The, in the last five years, uh, the Oakland A's have spent less than what the Giants just agreed to pay Carlos Correa. In that five-year span, the Giants made the playoffs once, the A's made it three times. Yeah, but so, what I mean is, like, the big spending teams more or less do end up, like, playing for the World Series, don't they? More they, or less? they really they really don't. Really? Um, okay. The highest spending team over the last five years is the Dodgers. Mm. They won 
a shortened 60-game season in 2020, mm-hmm. and they haven't won any other World Series. Now, they've made the playoffs every other year, mm. but it doesn't, like, the thing with baseball, it's a bit of a crapshoot, right? I get in the playoffs and anyone can fucking win. And it just, it's the kind of luck of the draw. So the big spending teams generally have enough kind of consistency to get into the playoffs. It doesn't guarantee them a World Series victory. It has, they have you, more squad depth than I imagine kind of thing. Like yeah, they, they do. They, better benches. Yeah, they can afford, and, yeah. They can afford to, yeah, pay Rotate more contracts. Players. But, but sometimes it's those teams that, that build overall depth that, that helps. And you can do that on the cheap, you know what I mean? So... Um, or you can do it like crazy Uncle Jerry DePoto and just fucking treat, just fucking trade everyone trade away. Everyone away. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, very very good. Uh, tats, Damo. You want to talk about tats for a bit? Yeah, I did, and I wanted to add this to the list of reason number four hundred and thirty-five why it's okay to dislike the Brazilian football team, Greeno. <laughs> What happened to Brazil? Because I've I've watched zero of the World Cup. Oh, it was great. Um, It was great. When did they get knocked out? Uh, After beating South Korea. So it was great because after South Korea, you remember there was that controversy how they were dancing and basically like, you know, showboating and stuff when they were scoring goals and doing little dances on the field and shit. And, you know, it's oh, no, I, I literally have watched zero minutes of the World Cup, so oh, okay. I didn't even realize so that, that happened. That was yeah. a thing. They did that against Korea, and then in the very next game, they lost. So oh, I was like, nice, nice, Gary. Croatia, actually. Oh, Croatia, nice one. And yeah. they're the ones that got knocked out by France? They got knocked out by Argentina. Oh, okay. So other side France, of the France oh, knocked cool. out France knocked out Morocco. Yes. Morocco, sorry, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, Morocco like knocked out Portugal, who had Cristiano Ronaldo. So Oh, even better. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and England did what England does best and got bungled out in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Quarterfinals. Was it penalties? Was uh, it no, penalties? no, they lost two, I think two one. They lost two one to France. They missed a penalty, which would have made them two two. Ah, there we go. Yeah. There's, always, there's always something penalty-related with England at the World Cup. Yeah, they're funny you mentioned that. They lost, obviously, the um, European Championships by a penalty shootout against Italy. There you go. Yeah, in England, Reno. But, yeah, well, so Italy, reason Italy number... didn't make this World Cup, right? England? No, Italy didn't make this World Cup. Um. Yeah, no, I don't. Actually, they mustn't have. I don't even remember seeing them playing. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so, there. Anyway, this is reason 436 why it's okay to dislike the Brazilian football team. <laughs> Yeah. Rick Carlison, who I think plays for Manchester City, Greener. Rick Carlison gets tattoo of Brazilian greats Ronaldo, Neymar, and himself, Greener. Nice, <laughs> he got a tattoo. Yeah, like a. So if you're listening to the podcast, he basically he's basically got like a Brazilian kind of Mount Rushmore situation tattooed on his uh, own body, on his own body with. Um, Ronaldo, obviously, he needs no explanation. Neymar, yeah. who I, I think is like, you know, modern, he's Doesn't, pretty good. I don't know if he's Ronaldo I mean, good. He's not, he's not Ronaldo good, but yeah, he's no. still like a very recognizable person. Yes, place for Barcelona, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And um, and he's got a photo, he's got a tattoo, he's got his own face next to theirs mm. on tattooed on himself, though. That's, yeah. that's fucking fantastic. Nice, so, Gary. There you go. He's in esteemed company, Greeno, on his own skin. <laughs> yeah. now, I, I'm, I'd I'm, like to think. I'd like to think that both Neymar and Ronaldo, if Ricarlison went up to them, wouldn't even know who he was. <laughs> you know, like who is really? this? And he might run up to them, and go, "Look, look, I got this tattoo," and they're just like, "Weird." Got <laughs> to point out, Damo. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this, and don't get me wrong. This, this is actually quite a detailed uh, tattoo and a lovely, yeah. a lovely portrait of the man of himself's face, right? Yes. And I'm looking at the shading. I'm looking at the curves. I'm looking at the ink. 
Uh, don't get me wrong, the body and the neck needs a bit of work. But aside from that, like it's looking like that he spent a lot of hours in the chair, right? Yes. What, once again, a fixer. You know nothing about tattoos. Hmm. I know nothing about ink. Between us, we can fix this. Okay. I reckon he could have saved himself a shit ton of money hmm. by just instead of having all that his face drawn, just having an arrow pointing up. Nice, Gary. He could have spent six minutes in the chair for that. What he, what he should have done Neymar is go- and an arrow. That's all he needed. How about this? I've got it. I can fix it even harder than you can, Greedo. How about this? What if he got the tattoo of Ronaldo and Neymar on each shoulder? So it's his head and in the middle. In the middle. So no, we don't even need the arrow. That's, that's right. an even better solution. You're on fire today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better. He can, and then he can look down and look in Ronaldo's eyes when he looks yes. down his shoulder, Greedo. And then he can play a little game where suddenly Ronaldo might be the evil soccer player yes. and then Neymar could be the, <laughs> the angel, the devil and player. the angel. Yeah, well, the angel on each arm and he's in the middle, but it's still around. Oh, fucking, that's, that's very good. He can he uh, can imagine, Greeno, he can start writing his own, uh, what was it, inside Herman's head scripts, Greeno. <laughs> he could inside a fucking Herman's head. That's a good callback, sir. Yeah. And, uh, oh, off memory, had Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson in that show. Correct. That's very good. Nice yeah. pickup. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. She, was, she was like his intelligence, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it might have been. Who's I thought she was like his re- receptionist, I, wasn't she? I thought she was always like trying to study or something. Yeah, I think she was, was like his that. receptionist or something. And then okay. she was trying to study. Could now, be wrong. You need to look that up, Greener. We're going to have to I'll, I'll look check that up. That. What, 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 because uh, they re- represented like four, not emotions, but like four parts of the brain kind of thing. One of them was just like always trying to get drunk and have sex all the time. Ah, uh, uh, you could be, could be right. And I think she was like the intelligence part. So she thought all the other parts of the brain were an idiot and she was always trying to read books. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I don't know. There we go. All right. It wasn't so many got, seasons either. So. No, no, no. There was like one season, I think, of memory. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, three seasons. We were wrong. 72 three episodes. Fuck, this show went for 72 episodes. Unreal. Yeah. All right. So four four characters acting out Herman's emotions. Emotions. You had the angel. Yep. You had the angel, Molly Hagen. You had the animal, Ken Hudson Campbell. You had the wimp, Rick Lawless. And you had the genius, Peter McKenzie. Oh. So there was none. Here we go, though. Mm. Friends, co-workers, and bosses. Another Simpson alum. Fucking Hank Azaria was his best friend. Oh. And then you had Yardley Smith as the fucking devoted secretary. I remember oh, this shit. So oh, there you go. Fantastic. Um, hey, that's a pretty good cast right there. Hank Azaria, yeah. Yardley Smith. Before Hank yeah. turned into a, a wet blanket pussy who apologizes for doing Indian accents, Greeno. <laughs> that's right. Who okay. refused to do a poo. He's back like, oh, back when he was this. cool. Back when he was fun and cool. Insensitive. Yep. It's very insensitive to do, you know, an accent right. in a fucking it's awful in a cartoon. Yeah. Um. Very very silly. Yeah. This car- uh, this cartoon is not an accurate representation of my culture. No shit. It's a cartoon. <laughs> it's a cartoon. That's how it works. Yeah. Like, can we make sure that uh, only mice voice Pinky in the Brain moving forward? Out of to make sure there's no cultural insensitivity. And you know what? If the Simpsons are going to take like a poo off, can, all right, then can you remove the uh, Australian episode? Then uh, that seems offensive, isn't it? That seems offensive. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know Barney overall is offensive because uh, that's just that's disparaging drunks. That's right. Well, calling them drunks is disparaging drunks, Greeno. But nice effort nice, anyway. Gary. Yeah. 
I think we'll they that. prefer to be called, like, you know, alcoholics or something like that. Yeah, I feel like uh, Ned, Flanders is, <laughs> Ned Flanders is a caricature of, you know, uh, Christians. You know yep. Christians, so we better get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, keep going. Like, basically, you just get, Let's get, get rid, rid of, of Mrs. Krabappel because it's um, the horny school teacher. The horny, <laughs> the horny old uh, cougar school teacher, Greeno. That's a false representation, yeah. I think. Comical guy is a uh, caricature of, you know, comic book guys. Nerds. Better get rid of him. That's right. It's offensive. What about the one armed guy who sells all the military stuff, Greeno? Oh, better get rid of him, Herman. Yep, Herman. Uh, yep, get rid of him. That, that's yeah. a, that's offensive. Get rid of You've Abe. Got, is uh, Abe dead yet or still? I uh, still still going. I think. Oh, the sea captain. That's 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 offensive. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The nautical folk out there. Yep. Why doesn't Bart? Or, why don't Bart or Lisa have any black friends, Greeno? They do. Uh, what's his name? Lewis. Lewis, that's the one. Lewis. I know. I know. Homer's Ooh. got a black friend. Well, Carl. Wasn't Janie black as well? Uh, no, they should. Janie was one of the twins. I think. No, 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 no. No, who were the no, twins? No, Janie was. Janie was the black girl. Okay, I don't. I'm not sure I remember Janie. Janie the Simpsons down. Let me pull it up. I could be wrong. Well, but... I think I've just fixed our YouTube problem, Greeno, because you'll be. No, Janie. Janie's a black girl with frizzy hair and a jump rope. There we go. Oh, okay. Now you're thinking of Sherry and Terry, are the twins. Sherry and Terry. Now I fixed our YouTube problem again, Greeno, because if you'll think about it, I do believe that Millhouse is a Jewish boy. Greeno. Nice, Gary. Here we go. I think you'll find. Uh what about Herschel Krustovsky? Herschel Krustovsky, of course, Greeno. Mm. Rabbi Krustovsky as well. Don't forget about Rabbi That's probably like as good as band, to be fair. Probably. Uh, should we talk? No, that's it. Let's wrap up the show. That's enough. Let's get out of here. I was going to talk about how the US have suddenly uh, forgotten about soccer again. Yeah, because they got bundled ago? out, so it's all over. There was a two great article. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did see a great article. I think I mentioned this on the show, a great article uh, from the National Review, which usually does pol- uh, political stuff. And they said, this is why it's okay to pretend to like soccer during the World <laughs> Cup. And I <laughs> thought, nice Gary. nice, Gary, for that. Absolutely. Yep. So yep, that's it. We're out of here. Uh, Till next week, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing a show next week. It's like, uh, what, what day would that be? That'd be 23rd of the 12th. Want to do yeah, one next week or no worry? No, maybe we should take a, you know what might be nice? I think we've actually done now like 10 or 11 weeks in a row or something like that. So it might be nice to do, uh, take two or three weeks off maybe over the Christmas New Year break. Take the festive season off and return like yeah. Yeah, week three. Why not? I mean, you know, we're not getting paid to do it, so. No, it's all our spare time, <laughs> so. <right. laughs> we're not oh, going to get fired, put it that way. Exactly. So, all right, yeah. we'll see you guys in about three, four weeks then. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth, it's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell